So, you know, the name Nachman, Nachman comes from the word Nechama, to comfort. So, Tzadikim said that the whole Indian of Nachman is to, is to, to bring a comfort to Gullus, right? Gullus is, uh, is definitely something that, that we need uh, Nechama from, that we need Nechama from. So, Nachman comes to Nachman. So the question is, number one, what is that Nechama coming from? How does, how does Rav Nachman give us comfort to Gullus? How does that happen? And in order to understand that, in order to appreciate the Nechama that Rav Nachman brings us, so one has to understand what Gullus is. But that's number one, how does Rav Nachman give us Nechama? Number two, another thing I was thinking about today is what exactly is the Avoida of a Chalmai trip? Right, so you go on trips and Tell stuff like her. that. So it's the Avoida of a Chalmai trip. Especially so yeah, a the Chalmai trip. That's a Shaila. Baruch Hashem, they're beautiful, beautiful trips. But the, the, the question demands of itself, what's the avoid of it? I, I'm, I'm, I was putting this together like in the car, so you'll be Michael if it's a little bit, you know, not so super organized, but I'll try, I'll do the best I can. A very strange medrash. Medrash says, it's so, so free, the medrash says that when a person goes into the sukkah, that he should have the following kavan in mind. Say, Rabbanah says the medrash like this, you should say, Rabbanah that if nischayavti, if I'm, if I'm, uh, if it was Paskin Dami that I should have to go to Gullus, then me going to the Sukkah should be Kilo, I went to Gullus. So it's a Pemejish. It's a Pelea. It's a Pella. Gullus is going from Eretz Yisrael to a bad place, Chutzlaris. So it's going to the Sukkah is like Gullus. Going to the Sukkah is going to Eretz Yisrael. Going to the Sukkah is Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. It's connected to the Ananiya Kavid, which is a Bechina of Eretz Yisrael. You're moving from your home to, which is not, which is Chutzlarts, and you're going to the sukkah, it's a better place. So what's this anyway? How, how, how in the world can going to the sukkah be at all related to go to Gullus? So it must be. What the Medrash is telling us is getting it down to the bare bones. What is the essence of Gullus? And what the Medrash seems to be saying to us is that the essence of Gullus is not being in a bad place. Because sukkah, you're not in a bad place. What's the essence of Gullus? The essence of Gullus is movement. That seems what the Medrash is telling us. The essence of Gullus is not necessarily going to a bad place or being in a negative place. Because the truth is, Chutzlaris is not necessarily a bad place. If the Rabbani Shalom sent you there, it means there's something to work, there's something to do. There's a void over there, which means it's inherently a good place for you. So what's Gullus then? Gullus is not being in a bad place. There is no such thing in truth. What Gullus is, is moving is not being settled, is not being, not staying put, not being anchored. That's what Gullus is. So we think of Gullus as, yeah, so we, we were not anchored in Israel, we moved from Eretz Yisrael. And then even within Gullus, the definition of Gullus is constantly moving from place to place. That's, that's what defined our Gullus, this last Gullus. In other words, the, you know, the Gullus of Esav, since the destruction of the second base of English, that's what really defined it. It wasn't, it, what, the, what defines it is not so much the anti-Semitism per se, or, or the Tsaris, or the pogroms, or whatever. What really defines the Gullus is tiltal, is movement, is not being settled, not being able to be settled. On a collective level, on an individual level, that's the real essence of Gullus. <clears throat> Therefore, what the Medjur is telling us is, is that being in a sukkah is gavaldig, there's nothing, obviously, the, the place of the sukkah is amazing. But there is an inyan in sukkahs of tiltal, of moving, of not being settled, of constantly moving from place to place. On the most basic level, moving from your house into the sukkah. I was thinking about this. Lemaisa, we, we stay in a sukkah, right? Teshu Kinadur, we live in a sukkah basically for sukkahs. 
But Lamaisa, not everything that we have in the house is brought into the sukkah. So by its very definition, even moving into the sukkah, it, it means that you're going to be going back and forth. There's a lot more movement on sukkahs than any other yontif. I mean, you could theoretically, like, you could go out of your way to move a lot on Pesach. But the yontif of sukkahs is a yontif which is really defined by movement. Going into the sukkah, going out of the sukkah, in and out, in and out. Think about it. Even with the lul of an esrik. So what do we do? We don't, the Pasik says, well, kachim, I talk about on Shabbos, right? The Pasik says, just take the lul of an esrik, hold it. But Chazal say, no, no, that's not enough. You have to move it, you have to shake it. Nanuim. Every yontif has a mitzvah of simcha, right? And usually, the definition of how do we, how do we fulfill the mitzvah of simcha, so Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot also, the Rambam says, for example, in Hilchas Yantif, that the way to fulfill the mitzvah of simcha for men is to eat meat and drink wine. It's by Echil and Shaziyah. Usually when you're eating and drinking, you're, staying, you're, you're sitting. But the Rambam tells us in Hilchas Lulav that when it comes to Sukkot, besides the usual level of simcha, there's a, a simcha yaseira, there's an added riboy simcha, that was specifically expressed in Beis Hamikdash by Simchas Beis Sheva, and how was it expressed over there? Not with eating. It was with what? With dancing, with moving, moving, moving. What do we do after we shake Lulav and Esrik and Shul? Hashanas. What do we do? Very strange. Anyone that's like new to Yiddishkeit, that's one of the more odd things that they'll encounter over the course of a year is Hashanas. All of a sudden, everyone takes Lulav and Esrik and starts circling the bima, and then eventually it leads into. We're also circling, but Mamish dancing. There's a lot of movement when it comes to Sukkot. And what the Medjish is telling us is a Pelte Gezach. What the Medjish is telling us is, is that the Indian of movement, which in Sukkot is, the beauti- is, is what makes Yontif beautiful. The fact that we go to the Sukkot, the fact that we shake Luv and Esther, the Ishanas, dancing Simchas Tara, all that, Simchas Sheva, all that movement is exactly what makes Sukkot so awesome and so amazing and so beautiful. And Chazal are telling us an amazing thing, is that that's the essence of Golas. And therefore, says the Medrash, when you move from your home into the Sukkah, have in mind that that should be a kiyam of Golas, if Chas Hashem is decreed upon you to have Golas. It's like, what, what's the Indian over there? What does this mean? So it's like this, you know, Sukkah is a yantif, which really hasn't yet fully ripened. It hasn't fully ripened. Pesach is Pesach. Pesach, left Mitzrayim, finished Gemara. Shavuos, they got the Torah, is also. But Sukkot is a yontiv which hasn't yet fully developed yet. What do I mean? The, you know, we, what Sukkot is about? So we celebrate the fact that Rav Hashem protected us with the clouds of glory, right? Okay, Gavaldik. What does that mean exactly? What does it mean to be protected with the clouds of glory? The protection of the Anani Kavid meant that we were protected from the attack of the nations of the world. And the attack of the nations of the world, the attack of the Goyim, means Golas, right? I mean, that, that's the worst thing they can do to us. They can't destroy us. What they can do, uh, do to us is send us into Golas, which they have done. But the Ananiya Kavit protects us from that. So, the level of Sukkis that we've had until now has been a level of Sukkis which is protecting us from Golas. But that's not the ultimate Sukkis. The Gemara Navai Dezor tells us the ultimate sukkah is not just protecting us from Golas. Because even if a person even if a person is protected from Golas, there's still that fear and that anxiety of maybe there will be a Golas. Or maybe there was a Golas and the person is traumatized from that. Just being protected from the experience of Golas right now doesn't really alleviate the problem of Golas. Because, again, if, if the concept of Golas still exists, either it, you're traumatized from it, 
or you're fear, fearful of it. So even if you have sukkis now, which is the Hanani Kavit protecting you, that right now you're not in Golis. Yeah. But I still have nightmares of Golis. I'm still afraid of what, what might be in Golis. So this is a half-baked Yontif yet. The Gemara says, And if I desire, though, the loss of love, sukkis will be completely ripened. And you know what's going to happen then? Sukkis is going to completely convert Golis into something absolutely beautiful. Where not only will we will be protected from Golis, but Golis itself will be completely transformed into something that's the most beautiful thing in the world. You know, think about it. On, during during Sukkot, we have 70 oxen that are sacrificed in Beis Amigdash, right? Chazal said corresponding to the 70 nations. So it's interesting. You would think that what we should do is, the 70 nations means Golis. So we should, uh, I don't know, have 70 pieces of paper that we rip up. I don't know, something like that. What do we do? We turn them into Karbonas. Because the ultimate... Shlemus of Sukkis is not that we're protected from Golas and we're not in Golas. The ultimate Shlemus of Sukkis is that the very idea of Golas is so sweetened and so fixed that it's completely, it, it's, it, it's no longer anything to be afraid of and it's no longer anything to be traumatized by. So, so what does this mean? So as I said, the definition of Golas is movement. It's not being anchored, not being settled constantly being forced to go from place to place, not being where you are. But you know what the other Vasukha says? The other Vasukha says that ultimately, all of that movement is going to be turned into a dance. And when Mashiach comes, we're going to be constantly dancing. And where is that dance going to come from? It's going to come from all the movement in Golas. Because that's the definition of Golas. Golas means moving. Golas means one foot in front of the other, and not being able to be allowed to be in one place. And the Yontav of Sukkis comes and says, not only am I going to protect you from the difficulty of movement, but I'm going to give you a gift, says Sukkis, and I'm going to give you the gift that movement itself, which you've experienced in Gullahs, is going to be redefined as a dance itself, as dancing. No, one, one of the Nigunim, of, uh, one of the Thank Hashem Nigunim is to dance Gullahs away, right? So really the Oymek... It really, it's not so much to get Gullus away. It's to turn Gullus into a dance. That's the real alignment of it. That's the real alignment of it. This is why, just going back, this is why Sukkis is a yontif that celebrates movement. But the movement of Sukkis, where does the movement of Nanum, like Nanum is all about, da- it's a dance. I said, I said, I mentioned Shabbos, that Sheikh Mulvan Esrik is literally dancing with the Mulvan Esrik. Hashanis is a dance. Sinachus Vesheshiva is a dance. Where does this dance come from? Come from? The dance of Sukkot comes from all the tilt of all the movement on Gullus. Gullus itself is, re, is redefined as just one long dance. This is why, by the way, it's interesting, you know, we have, something on Sukkot is interesting, we have like the Ushpizen, right? The guests that come. It's an amazing thing. We're the guests of, uh, of Sukkot. So you think if Moshe Rabbeinu comes to the Sukkah, he's not the guest. He's the Balabas, right? So you should sit at the table. So what does it mean that these tzaddiki alien, and we believe that the mamish come, so how is it possible that they come to the sukkah and they're still called the guests? The answer is the whole leader of sukkah is, what does a guest mean? A guest means someone that's on the move. That's what a guest means. He's not settled, he's not here. The whole yontav of sukkah is, is to uplift this inyan of movement, which until now has been the definition of golos, and redefine it, as the movement of dancing, of the movement of simcha. 
That's what Sukkot means. And that's the Ushbizim of Sukkot. And that's the gift that the Ushbizim bring us, which is to move, but to move in a dance. And to realize that all movement that a Jew ever does is just dancing. So, what do I mean? What am I talking about? <laughs> what does this mean? So it's like this. In the Kavanis, by the result, the whole inning of Sukkot, the real tachlis is Shmiyatzer. The real tachlis is Shmiyatzer Simchastar. What's happening Shmiyatzer Simchastar? Yichud. Oneness. Mamish oneness with God. Uh, it's an entire four, 24 hours in the Chutzlart Baruch Hashem, 48 hours of just Einamul Vade Moichen. There's no mitzvah to do. There's no historical significance of Shmiyatzer. It's nothing. So what is it? Elokus. That's the whole day of Shmiyatzer. So what's Sukkis? Sukkis is to answer a problem, which is that if you're in the place of Einai Mulvadeh, Mamish, that place is so absolutely one with God that it's kind of boring. What do I mean it's kind of boring? Because all there is is God. What, see, sometimes what makes an experience Kishmak is when you're sort of able, when you're in it, but you allow yourself to sort of like get out of it to like watch yourself be in it. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, an example of that. I don't know, like, you know, the guy, like, uh, the guy is getting married, like a chassan, right? So very often people will tell him, like, pre- like take a second, like, to appreciate the wedding, you know, because it, go- it goes by so quickly. The simcha that comes, so there's, there's an experience of oneness, but that experience of oneness doesn't have, it might not be a pleasurable, a simcha experience because you're so engulfed in it. In order to experience the pleasure and the joy of that experience of oneness, you have to remember what it was like not to be one. Or even at the time of being one, to sort of have an outer body experience almost and to like watch yourself, wow, this is amazing, I can't believe I'm one with God. You understand? That, when Mashiach comes, Mashiach means just all day long. And whole life. That's what it is. It's just be mamashichad. But the problem is that at some point it loses its kishmak because, like, okay, this is the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs is we're one with God. And that and 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 the rabbanu doesn't want us to just be with him and to be one with him. The rabbanu wants us to be one with him and to enjoy that moment and to enjoy that experience forever. How do you continuously enjoy a oneness? Only if at the same time you're one, there's a part of you that's able to sort of detach and to watch yourself in the moment. To sort of have an outer body experience almost and to be there, to watch yourself there at the same time, if I'm making any sense. And that ability, and the, so what the Rebbe is going to do with Mashiach, is we're not going to be attached to God, but we're going to still have a part of us that's detached enough to be able to enjoy the experience of being attached. And that part of us that's detached, but able, and because of it, able to enjoy the moment with the Rabbani Shalom, that's Golas. And the entire, the entire ending of Golas is to be detached from God. That's what Golas was. That's, that's what it means to be moving. What's, what's the movement of Golas? The Rabbani Shalom is Hamakim. God is the place. Always being moving from place to place means that I never feel 100% connected to God. That's an awful an awful experience when it's by itself. But when you then take that moment, you take that sense of being 
on the outside, and you incorporate that while you're on the inside, then that becomes being by your own wedding and actually enjoying it. That becomes dancing by your own chasana. That becomes, that becomes a dance. Because what's a dance? A dance is movement. And how do, how do you even dance? So there's all different ways, circles. But even in a circle, every person is going in and going out, going in and going out. By, by Simchas Torah, especially by Sush arm, right? Lined in and out, in and out. Get very, very close, but not touching. Get back. And all of that is... That's an expression of there's enough of me that's not completely lost in the experience of Elokos to allow me to actually enjoy the experience and to like sort of sit back and say, wow, I can't believe I'm with the Rabbanishlam right now. That, that part of you that says, wow, I can't believe it, that has to be part of you that's not completely in that moment. So when, when, when all there is is that part of you that's detached, that's goes. But when that part becomes then incorporated into the moment of oneness, that creates a geschmack in the oneness. And this is what it means on a deep level where the tilt of the movement, the instability, the disconnectedness of Gullus is going to be redefined as actually the source of us dancing during Mashiach. It's the source of the simcha that we're going to feel with the coming of Mashiach and, with, and continued when Mashiach comes, because every single moment is going to be a part of us that still is able to look objectively and say, well, I can't believe, I can't believe I'm connected with the Rebunishim like this. Because when you're, you know, it's, it's, like, it's, a, it's like if a person is born in royalty, then they might not appreciate it, because those is this. How do you really appreciate royalty? When you start off as a pauper, and you start off as not a melech, and then all of a sudden you're found to be a melech, that's amazing. But even then, at some point, you sort of get, get used to it. So Mashiach is that eventually we become b'nei melech, we become princes and kings. But at some point you get used to it. And that's not the tachlis. The tachlis is that wants us to be kings, but also to mamish be nispoil and be amazed and so besimcha over the fact that we're kings every single second of us being a king. And for that to happen, there has to be a part of us that is still, that's sort of watching the scene of our lives, that's watching the movie of our lives from the outside. And that part of us that's not in it, but sort of on the outside watching, that's Golas. And that's what it means in Golas is being reincorporated into Gula, it creates the dance of Gula. And that's what Sukkis is. Sukkis, the Rizal says, is the Hachana is, is preparing us, not for Shminyat, we can do Shminyatars without Sukkis, but it's preparing us to enjoy Shminyatars. That's what Sukkis is. To enjoy Shminyatars. And this is ultimately the gift of Sukkis. The gift of Sukkis is to dance, Mahavish to dance, and to have Kavanah to realize that every single time you dance on Sukkis, you're not dancing away Gullus. I mean, you are, but more than that, you're turning Gullus into a dance. And that, that is the ultimate Nechama. You understand? That's the ultimate comfort that the Jewish person can have in Gullus. Because every time a, a person feels practically, let's, let's turn this into Avayd. Means every time a person feels disconnected from the Rabbanu Shalom, you say, you, you thank the Rabbanu Shalom for that moment because that particular moment of feeling disconnected is going to, when Mashiach comes, that moment is going to be converted into allowing you to appreciate the experience of, of Gula. Because unless there's a part of you that feels disconnected, then when Gula comes, it just becomes boring. 
but because there's a part of you that's disconnected, then when Geula comes and you're fully connected, that part of you that's disconnected is gonna is gonna allow you to enjoy it. Because if you if you're if you're completely connected, then then there's nothing else you know. So there has to be a part of you that that is by its very definition not anchored in Hamakim to allow you to appreciate being in Hamakim. That's the secret of Sukkot. And this is the Indian of why, you know, as I was noticing by, by the kids today, they get a, the, the joy that the kids get is, and even, it's not even, it's not even my kids, it's, it's brought down in Achorinim that one of the things to do is Simchas Yom to visit to you. It's just to take a Shpatsir to walk, to, just to, to walk. <laughs> so it's an amazing thing because usually when you walk, it can be in two different ways, either because I have to get somewhere, and then like, it's annoying because I'd rather just be there already. Or no, like, the, the, the walk is the, is the joy. The walk is the joy. The movement is the joy. Like, I was thinking about this. I don't know why. Sometimes I, 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 I think strangely, but like, when I was walking down the block the other day, I saw a park, and there was no kids at the park. So I was thinking to myself, like, what is it already? It's just like a bunch of, pla- like, like, why is that fun? Like, it's just a bunch of plastic and like, you know, a slide. And, but like, when kids go on these things, like, it takes on a whole, th- you know, a, a new dimension. Because the kids are moving on it, and it's, it, it creates this environment of just movement. And that's ultimately the source of joy. The same thing that an adult can find terribly annoying, just to have to walk and whatever. For a kid, it becomes the biggest simch in the world. Not, not, to me, I had a great day today. But uh, I asked the question at the beginning, how does Rav Nachman bring us a Nechama? Rav Nachman brings us a Nechama because Rav Nachman taught the Jewish people the value of just dancing, the value of just being besimcha, and like Rav Nassim always says, Rav Nassim said once that, that even sometimes, you know, simcha usually, historically, always started with the head. So you have a good idea, you're thinking good, yeah, trach good, and so on, and then like, okay, you're in a simcha, take a place in the head, and then eventually it goes down to the feet and you start to dance. But Rav Nachman taught, and Rav Nassim explained this, that sometimes it's v'nahapichu, and Adarabba, for the key of gula, it might be, it might have to be v'nahapichu, that sometimes your head is not in it, but you have to start with the feet. And the movement of the feet all of a sudden bring Meichen of Gula. And this is a Chiddush from Rav Nachman. Nachman says, you know, the Nas Yagav Anacha, right? The, what's, the, what's the beginning of the Pasuk? Um, um, you'll, your person reaches a level of Simcha, the Nas Yagav Anacha, and sadness is running away. So Rav Nachman taught, sadness is running away, so let it run. Let it go away. Nachman said, no, no, no. You have to chase after it. Rav Nachman said, the Iker joy comes. When you take the sadness and you and you and you bring it into the circle, when you bring it into the simcha, it's the sight of that. That's exactly what sukkis is. Like I t- like I mentioned also Yantid, that sukkis is called a yoyim ra, right? Tal ruchais roys rishon lechesman avinus. There there is something about sukkis, which is about taking that which is until now been defined as absolutely terrible. And showing how not only is it not terrible, it's absolutely vital to bring us the greatest joy that we could possibly ever have. Without gullus, gula is mamish boring. Without gullus, without the tiltal of gullus, then there is no dance in gula. So Hashem should bless each and every one of us. That maybe maybe that's the ikravayda. You know, in earlier generations there was a lot of movement, a lot of expulsions and things like that. But maybe, maybe what the Rabbanisha wants of us is instead of moving our feet, going from uh, shtetl to shtetl and country to country like that, the Rabbanisha wants us to move our feet, to be besimch and to dance. And when you do that, then we're, then we're being makayim, the gzair of golas. But not just like, okay, we're taking that Indian of golas and showing for what it's supposed to be, which is 
just a big dance. And Hashem should bless each and every one of us. We should only move our feet for simchas, only dance mamish, and to, and to dance golas away, and to turn golas into a dance.